Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. We're going to learn something before this is over. Words the Bible doesn't say, but we use them. Words that aren't in the Bible, and we use these words. Now, I'm going to read out of 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, and I, we quote this so much. Most of you can you, when you, you could quote this verse just, just like that. You can quote it. You know what it says. <clears throat> now, these are words we use which are not in the Bible. In John, 1 John 5 and verse 13, if you found that, say amen. amen. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. That ye may know that ye have eternal life. And, we leave this off. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Father, I love you. Thank you for this night, this time, this place, these people. For the chance to be behind your desk once again on sanctified ground, set apart for the word of God, the, the ministry of the Lord. Help me tonight, Lord, in, in, in my ignorance and my inability. And fill my mouth and guard my tongue. And I, I ask you for wisdom this morning, Lord. That I be wise in what I do, wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, to the glorifying of our King, Christ Jesus. Lord, help me and use me for your glory. I thank you for this word, and God, help me be accurate in the scripture. And be pleased with what we try to do. And I'm going to praise you for all you do, and I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. <clears throat> now fasten your seatbelts right here. Because this is something that we deal with. Uh, 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 people uh, talk, to me, or talk to me about all the time. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear me out before you turn me off. Here's a, here's, a, here's a statement, a word, a phrase that's used often. Uh, and here's what... It's, it's, is the word, and here's what's not in the Bible, eternal security. And you won't find that in the Bible. You can go from Genesis to Revelation, check every chapter and verse, and you won't find the word eternal security. But I just read to you what you will find, and that is eternal life. Now, so why is that so common I'd rather have, Dennis just said it, took the words out of my I'd rather have eternal life than eternal security. Uh, are, we not, are we on the same page? Now, I want, you to, I want everybody watching that on that camera and looking at me right here in the face. I am a modified free will Baptist. And I believe I'm about to, I'm going to train wreck some in the next few Wednesday nights. They're going to be rolling over and kicking. But... If you ask me if I'm eternally secure, you know what I'm going to say? Yes. 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 
But that's not in the Bible. Well, I'm going to show you where that comes from. I'm going to show you where that comes from. But he said, so zero times in the Word of God, eternal security. Can't find it. 64 times, but it is, but it is particular to the New Testament, is eternal life. Now, eternal life, that phrase is not Old Testament language. Now, but it is implied, eternal life is implied in the Old Testament. I'll give you two scriptures. I could give more, but I'm not going to do it. Job said, let me give you the right, so you might want to go home and check your preacher. Job 19 and 26 says, after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. That's speaking of eternal life. Didn't say yet in my death or yet in my skeleton or yet in my corruption, but yet in my flesh. Shall I see God? Now, he's going to have to change it from this stuff I'm wearing tonight to a different kind of flesh. But when he shall appear, I shall be like him. You still with me? Also, in Psalm 23 and 6, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That implies no end. Forever. In where? Where forever? In the house of the Lord. It's, and he's not talking about the tabernacle at that time. The, the temple wasn't built. So he wasn't talking about the temple when he, paid, when he penned the 23rd Psalm. He's talking about in the house of the Lord forever. You know what that is? That's eternal life. Now. I, we're, you're going to need your Bibles. We're going to look at, we're going to look at three things. And now I've got some folk going to join the church tonight. I think uh, the, they're going to join. I think they're still going to join the church. We'll see after this if they're still with me or not. But anyway, no question, John said, praise God. Ephesians chapter 1, and you know where I'm going. And I'm, not, listen, Brother Junior, I know you've been on the, about the Spirit, and I'm not trying to, steal your thunder or get into your Sunday school lesson. I wasn't in there. I don't know. The only thing I do know is you launched from Acts 10. Is that right? Well, I'm not in that. Praise God. So we're okay. Now, this, I'm, I'm about to give you where eternal security comes from. That phrase isn't in the Bible, but it's implied to. Here it is. In, in Ephesians 1 and verse number 13 and 14. In whom ye also trusted, this is speaking of Christ, after that ye heard the word, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, whoa, 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 what? Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. When was the seal? We're talking about sealed here. When did that occur? After you believed. That just kicked Calvinism out the door in one of the tulip points. You got to rip that scripture out. If it's only, if you're born to be saved or lost, that's got to go. 
Because you're not sealed till after you believe. Isn't that, that's good, isn't it? I've seen that today. The light bulb just went ding, ding, ding. Because I wasn't even coming to that part. I'm getting to the sealed part. Look up here. I'm a free will Baptist pastor ordained through the free will Baptist. Am I sealed? Yes. Yes. What with? Who might that be? We talked about it last week. These three are one. The Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost by the Spirit. God is a Spirit. It's not Jesus in the Godhead. He's sitting in heaven making intercession. By the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. He sealed me. Now what that means in the Greek. Suffragidzo. That's as best I can do with this hillbilly tongue. So frag id, 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 zo. In the Greek, the word sealed, here's what it means. Stamp. With a signet or a private mark. You know why it's private? Now, in Revelation, he says, talking to the seven churches, I think it's Philadelphia, he says he's going to put a mark on my head. Was it Philadelphia, Wade, if I got the right church? Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm in Revelation. I'm, <laughs> let's just get a bride, broad picture. It's private. You're the only one, Junior. You know right now if that Spirit of God indwells you or not. Right now you know it. Now you can fool some of the people some of the time. But you can't fool God none of the time. And don't, listen, there's people that are, have deceived themselves with this. Is anybody with me? Here's why he does it. When you're reading the definition of the Greek word, it, start, it says SF. So I don't know if that S is silent. If it is, it'd be much easier to say fragizo if the S is silent before the F. It means to stamp with a signet or a private mark. Here's why. For security or preservation. Now, according to the book I'm getting this out of, that is a literal and figurative definition. So, literally, for security and preservation or figuratively speaking. Is everybody with me? I've not lost anybody yet, have I? Now, you know what that is? You know what that is? That is the knowing. Is there a difference, class? Is there a difference in being sealed and being filled? The sealing, the sealing comes, sealing comes with Believing. So from 1 John 5, 13, the seal comes, after you believed your seal, comes with the knowing. I don't care, look, 
this can fuzz up any denominational member, and I really don't care. I want to be accurate in the scripture, and I don't care who you are. You can get mad at me or not. I don't, look, my mama drugged me to, we went everywhere when I was a boy. I've been, when I was a little bitty boy, I was out at Plateau Road Baptist Church. Mark Hall got me whipped more than once. Mama Nancy was much more forgiving than Mama Louise. You could have burned the hash down. Nancy would have been all right with you. I couldn't get by with nothing. If I got the look, judgment had been passed. We went there, we went here, we went over there. Now, I'll be honest, never went to the church of Christ. Never went. And wherever we went, Dean was there about half the time. Amen me right there, Dean. So I'm not, I'm just not bending over back. I love Free Will Baptist. We do a lot of good things. I'm proud of them. And you're going to learn. You're going to know what we really believe time this thing's done. Because next week, a word that's not in the Bible is apostasy. You're going to find out what that, what, what that means. After, so sealed, sealed is after the knowing, after you believe, you're sealed. Stamped, stamped. I've heard Uncle Lyle say this more than once. You've been approved. I like that. That was just old-fashioned hillbilly lingo. You've been approved. You've been stamped. You've been approved for security or preservation. That's the definition of that word. Now, so we go, we go, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory? Which is the earnest? The word earnest there means security put down. That's what it means. The thing that's been put down. Well, Jesus, Jesus paid, I've been bought with a price. If you're saved, you've been bought with a price. Now the sin debt's been paid, but you might not be saved. The sin debt, the debt of sin tonight is zero. The debt's been paid. People won't claim the payment. What is that? Unbelief. No belief, no ceiling. I full-blown believe in the security of a believer. Now, we're going somewhere else. We're going to Ephesians chapter number 5. Just turn the page. Well, maybe two pages. Your Bible's like mine. It's a couple of pages. So we have, we are sealed. That's where the expression comes from. From that definition, sealed by the Spirit of promise. The Holy Ghost, we're baptized by one spirit into one body. The Holy Ghost puts us in the body of Christ. If you've not been placed into the body by the Spirit of God, baptized in that by the Holy Ghost, you ain't in. If you have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of His. Now, this isn't that complicated. Religion has complicated salvation. Here it is. We ain't worth killing. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us sinners. Listen, Jesus, the only one that ever lived perfect, 
harmly, holy, undefiled, separate from sinners. No, no sin died for this heathen here. I can accept that. I believe that tonight. I believed it a long time ago. I claim that. I claim the blood. We need to resurrect that song, Mark. Write that down so we'll quit forgetting it. I claim the blood. Now, so we're sealed. Now, here's, he said to be filled. Paul, who is the apostle to who? The Gentiles. The Gentiles. He's our preacher. In, in, in 5.18, you know what it says. You can quote it too. Be not drunk with wine. Wherein is excess? What? Be filled with the Spirit. But be filled with the Spirit. Is that a suggestion? I think not. Be filled with the Spirit. Now. And I, I, I'm not going to take backwater on what I've said, preaching prayer. I'll say, how do you get filled is, do we have more of him or does he have more of us? We, we surrender and give him more room. Is that, but, but, in context of this, if we're going to take this, he is making a comparison here to a drunk man. The day of Pentecost, in reference probably to that, because some from devout Jews from every nation probably was there. I can't prove that. But if there's devout Jews from every nation, and now not all these were Jews, but from the synagogue area they were, and some of them may have been there. So in reference to that, he could be referencing that, that they thought they was drunk because they filled with the Holy Ghost. But be, not, but be filled with the Spirit. This word is pleroo. That's pretty easy for a hillbilly to say. In the Greek, pleroo. It means to do this. It means to cram like packing a net till it won't hold no more. Or to fill up a hollow level. That's what that word means. To cram it. Cram stuff her in there. Till there's no room, you can't put one more thing in it. Filled. Now, I'm thinking, sealed is the knowing. Filled is the showing. You can be sealed. And you're the only one that knows it. But when you get filled, somebody else is going to know it. Because you're like one of them guys can't keep your mouth shut. You're like one of them that right in the middle of Walmart will give a hallelujah. You don't know how you're going to act. Something, you just get a case of the cane hepits. If we take this in the context, the comparison he's making it's being drunk or filled. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled up. The comparison is there. Fullness changes you. Some of you are bored. Sealed is the knowing. You, you know, and then the sealing comes. 
But the feeling comes, and then it's the showing. People see it. They'll see it on you. Now, there was a time when the only evidence of being this, sealed and filled, was with the speaking of tongues because the Jew wouldn't accept it any other way. There had to be a sign gift. Some still want that today. I don't need a sign. I got the book. I got the book. The Jews still may one day require a sign. So field. Now, Galatians 5.16. Flip over a few pages. Go back. Galatians 5.16, you know what Galatians is. They're having trouble. These guys wanting to, they're going, wanting to revert back to Judaism and they're wanting, to, they're wanting to introduce the law. They were legalists. You had to do this to be saved. Now that's what they accuse us. And some old free will Baptist around here, I'm telling you, that's guilty of this, Jimmy. Guilty. Uh, it's holy by grace. You got to understand that. By faith. Grace through faith. Both parts of the equation. Are you with me on that? It's not just grace and it's not just faith. It's like when I was talking last Wednesday night. It's not just Jesus. It's all three. But he's the only way. But it's all part of it. It's all one God and three persons. I'm not going to rehash that. But here we have, here we have now. This is, this is what he tells us to do. Once we're sealed and once we're filled, he said to walk in the Spirit. This I say then. And he's talking about doing it so you won't be doing all these things that's prior to this. I'm not going to go into all of it. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now that tells me, that tells me if I'm not walking in the Spirit... The implication there is that you might be fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Am I reading that wrong? So he's telling us, this I say then, because of all these other things, walk in the Spirit. Why do we do that? Jesus said when he's come, he'll guide you in all truth. Now, To fulfill is teleo. It means to end, complete, or execute. So it would be if we fulfill the lust of the flesh, we would be executing the lust of the flesh. It's one thing to have the thought. It's another thing to put it into action. Uh, another Lyle Ledbetterism, he used to say, uh, Stealing and murders both sin, but uh, stealing water is not as bad as killing somebody. 
I figure he might have plucked a watermelon or two when he was a boy. I don't know. But uh, help ease his conscience out. I know Grandpa Ole wasn't real happy when Tim and me went and cut three or four open and just eat the center out of it. I ain't much about picking the seeds out myself. I... So we're walking. It means to complete or execute. And this is simply this. This is the going. They got to be the knowing. When you're filled, you'll be knowing. When you're filled, you'll be the showing. And this is what we do. This is the going. This is going out. Every day we are going. Walk simply means to live. To live in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. To live in spirit. Now, I'm your pastor. I'm your preacher. And some of you are going to join the church. I think up to now you still, maybe you're hanging by a thread. But uh, uh, I wish I could say that I'm always walking in the spirit. Because I'm just going to tell you, when I get mad or upset real bad, now I know the rest of you never do nothing like this, but I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, I need things to remind me. Here, here's how the Holy Ghost has been, been rattling my cage of late. He'd say, here's what he says to me, would you do that if Colin was standing there? Now that's a good gate. Because I don't do anything out of the way in front of that boy. That might. Now I shouldn't do anything out of the way whether he's standing there or not. So we, we did a job one. I'll give you an example. This is several years back. We're at a job one day. I was working over at the plant. At uh, where Brother Roger Buck's uh, manager over there in plant two. And we'd, we'd, we'd done a good job and I hate doing things twice. And they come in there and they said, hey, we've miscalculated and we're going to have to move all this. And I, I'd already took great effort to make it pretty. And we're going to have to move all this over there. Dennis, you've lived there for a long time. You know how they are. Uh, that's not going to work. And they walk off and there's all that is for me to move, Tom. You know how it is. And there it is. I got to move all this stuff. And I had a screwdriver in my hand and I went, phew. Instead of Roger condoning me in my misery and anger, he said, brother, you're going to have to repent over that. And I'm just going to be honest, I wanted to hit him right in the mouth. Now it's just getting worse, it's not getting better. I weren't filled with the Spirit right then. Oh, I was filled with the Spirit. But it was of the flesh. Not the Holy Spirit. I went and got my screwdriver. Come back, went out the van. I just sat in the van. I just sat down for a while. Kind of calmed down, let God talk to me. I went to pray and I asked God to forgive me. And then I went in. Everybody's gone but Roger. He's the only one seen me do it. I'd have been, I'd, I probably would have never asked God to forgive me if I'd been the only one there. <laughs> I'm just being honest. But somebody had witnessed that thing. 
And I went in there and told Roger, I said, man, I said, I, I want you to know, I appreciate you calling me on that. I've been waiting a long time to call him on something. I've not got to do it. <laughs> Maybe one of these. No, I'm kidding. I, I want to thank you for calling me on that. That's right. That's right. So it's the going. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which be in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Live, that word walk, it's the same word there in Romans that it is here uh, about walking in the spirit. Same word, same Greek word and it, it means to live. Well, don't we live? Don't we live? In the spirit all the time if we're sealed by the spirit. Well, if we're sealed by the spirit, if he's put the seal on us, he's put the mark, the approval on us, he's on us, he's in us. But is he on us? Are we full? And then are we, are we walking in that fullness? Now, you right here, I found this today. Anybody knows who Albert Barnes is besides Gordon? Albert Barnes is no Presbyterian. Calvinist. I'm reading Barnes today. Concerning 1 John 5 and 13. And we always leave this part of that verse off. When he said... Let me just get it perfect. So I won't leave. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life. I stop right there every time. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now, why would he repeat? Why? Why is that there? He just said that. The old Presbyterian said, in the Greek, this is a reference to this, that you may continue to believe or persevere. That's what we do. How do we, in what? In believing. Now, that's what he said. I'm, I'm taking Albert Barnes, a st learned man of yesteryear, who is a Calvinist. I, I, that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And he says that that's in reference that you may continue to believe. The reason it repeats there is that you would continue to believe and or persevere in believing. Now, does it say eternal security? No, it implies it in, in being, by being sealed. They don't say it. Does it, does it say, does it say we're sealed? So I say, does it say we're to be filled? That's what it says. Does it say we're to walk in the spirit? That's, that's what he says to do. So, if somebody says to you, you believe in eternal security? You'd have to say, that's not in the Bible. 
but eternal life is. Do you believe that the believer is sealed? Yeah, that's what the Bible says. I'm going to take what the Bible says. I'm going to sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. Mark, Mark. Filled, cram, cram full. You can't put no more in it. That'll make you act strange. Now, I had some other scriptures I was going to give you but, but uh, concerning Peter and, and filling, but I just don't feel like it's necessary because I want to get on with the program here and we've got some folks wanting to join the church. But I found it interesting. It comes full circle from where I started back to 513 and the last B part of 513 is this, that we continue to believe. There's no place to stop. John, in 1 John 3, it says this, if they had been with us, they would have continued with us. That's what John says. Now, now, everybody's watching this. Think Mike McCoy's about to resign out of the Free Will Baptist and go Southern Baptist, full blown. No, because I'm going to make a statement. Maybe this will draw you back next week. I'm going to show you the other side of this now, next week, right out of the Bible. I'm going to show you the other side of this. And here's, what's, here's the problem. People have said you've got to be one or the other. If you're going to take what this book says, you're going to have to be both. I'll prove it to you next week. Could have got on it tonight, but we ain't got time to do it. You come back next Wednesday night, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Paul Harvey Jr. says the rest of the story. Vicky, come, come just play me something, a verse, a chorus, a song. Somebody might want to pray tonight. I, this, hasn't been, this has been class time. This has been a study. It's been a lesson. Sunday night on Wednesday, or Sunday morning on Wednesday night. I, I don't know. But anyway, uh, next time somebody asks you that, say, hey, you believe in eternal security? Say, that's not in the Bible. My preacher said that. He's a free will Baptist. That's what they think. Be saved 40 times, you'll be saved one time. Not 40. Not three. No repeat regeneration. None of that. None. That's not in the Bible. Bow your heads with me as she plays. Father, we thank you for helping us tonight. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.